millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And what a week the world wow, is Wow, what a fucked up shitty week and a shitty world. Um, Welcome to our podcast. Yeah, we're uh, not going to talk about the shit going on in the world because you have other podcasts that do that. Do that way better, better than, than we ever we could. could. But, um, you know, that's what's going on in the world this week and what's been going on, I guess, with us this week, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I've, I mean, obviously like the, the news has put everyone into a funk and I had to, I ha- like, usually I have MSNBC as like my home channel when I just turn on the TV yeah. and I just switched that to Bravo cause I couldn't even watch yeah. like, one minute of it, which is bad. Cause well, I don't know, like you, it's, you have to strike a balance between like confronting stuff and taking time for yourselves because we have the I guess we have the privilege of not having our children ripped away from us so yeah well I take as much time as we need yeah I was like glued to the tv for the first few days and then I just kind of have I mean I'm still sort of I'm not really watching tv but I'm definitely like looking at stuff on twitter and reading a bunch about it and um yeah and figuring out what what we can do there's always something i don't know i went to like one protest already oh, yeah. it felt kind of but it's like it feels good but you're like i don't know what i'm really doing yeah but, but it, it's, it's like, something i guess it's something yeah and there's yeah there's protests i think all tomorrow and then uh, there's big ones i know the a week from tomorrow yeah the one i went to was really small but it was like really early it was like the day after it all like the news broke i think it was like right after yeah and it was pretty small but then i'm i'm excited for the bigger ones that i think are being co-sponsored by the women's march okay I think if that's wrong, I'm so sorry. This is, we're just talking. We're yeah, not, we don't like, know. This is not the news. But go online yeah. and Google March and you'll just find Just Google something. March and you'll find the March. Oh boy. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, it's, I think it's the, not tomorrow, but the Saturday after that are all the big marches in the city. And so yeah, go if you can. Um, yeah. In any city that you are near. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Okay, great. Okay. This is like such powerful advocacy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, in other news, yeah. um, I have become a pothead. Brian. No, no, no. Um, so I went to MedMen, the weed store that is teaming up with Goop. Yeah, I saw your post on Instagram about it from our account. Yeah, it was a, a fun experience. Um, uh, the I think the Goop wall is only at the MedMen, or it will be at the MedMen in Venice, which if you don't know LA is, is very far from where we live. Um, so... 
I went to the one in West Hollywood, which is slightly less far. Oh, yeah. Oh, so the one in West Hollywood isn't having a good... I don't think so. Okay. At least not right away. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the crowd at the WeHo one was not super goopy. It was huh. like... It was a lot of... Tw- I think because it was like the first one to open, so it seemed very touristy. It, oh, really? It seemed like a lot of like people from out of town were going just to like go to a weed store. Okay. Because it didn't... Because in West Hollywood, it's basically... Uh, very rich people and very gay men, and the people in this store seemed like tourists to me. But I don't interesting. Know. I don't know. Um, that's so funny that that's like the perception. I mean, gay men always yes, but the rich people thing is so funny because when I was a little girl, that's where I lived, and we like were not rich. It was like oh. these like shitty little apartments with yeah. like it was lots of like um, just like Eastern European Jewish immigrants. It was like the Brooklyn oh. of. Uh, the old timey Brooklyn of LA. Yeah, there's still that stretch of what is it, Santa Monica or Beverly that has like the yeah. Russian stores and stuff. That was like where we lived. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but gentrification. I guess so. Um, but yeah, so you go to uh the store and there's a security guard outside, like a bar, and you show them your ID, and then you go in the store and there's another booth that you have to stop at where you show your ID again and then you like sign in or if you're new you create you just like tell the lady your name and then you um create a profile for yourself oh okay so oh so they can track you yeah so i think they ever reversed a lot exactly so jeff sessions can track you so i just basically was like uh i'm very sensitive to thc and i want to smoke weed that you would recommend for like an 80 year old lady okay um so then after you do that then you go and you just sort of look at stuff and there's a lot it's sort of like the apple store like they said in the article there's mm. um uh guys in like red shirts that say med men and there there was a lot of there's a lot of people in the store but there's a lot of people that work there too so mm. they're like as soon as i sort of looked like i didn't know what i was doing there was someone that came up and asked if they could help me which was really nice so um i first went to like the sale rack where everything <gasps> is 50 percent off oh my god uh, and i got a um cbd pen nice um that was three parts CBD to one part THC. So it was about twice as strong as that calm dosist pen that I had tried before. But I was like, I can do this. And then I wanted like, you know, actual weed too. Because it's also, I didn't realize it's so much cheaper to just buy the plain weed than like the vape pens or the... Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. So like, I mean, the the pen I got was half off and it was still 30 bucks. So it would have been 60. Um, But a gram of actual weed was only like twelve dollars mm. so i asked for basically like the least strong the least one, strong yeah. weed yeah um and he gave me one called xj13 so that then, sounds intense i know so they so he puts in the order to like the pharmacist quote unquote in the back and then mm. you go into another line and you tell them your name and then he like gives you your little this all sounds pill bottle full very of weed. old-fashioned yeah it sounds like steps. how they did it like in mayberry yeah, it's like a pharmacy. apothecary. Exactly. Yeah. So then I pay and they don't take credit cards, but they what? do. Uh, I think it's because it's like the taxes or like because it's still illegal federally Nash, or something. Yeah. I don't know. So I actually had cash. I, I didn't realize that they take debit cards, too. So you don't have. To oh, have cash. OK. I mean, debit um, but cards I had cash. And then and then I was like, I there were so many steps. So once I bought it, they put it in like a little um, plastic sort of Ziploc bag. That's like a childproof Ziploc bag. OK. And then after that, I was like, 
is there anywhere else I need? Like, do I need to check out? I felt like, okay, do I just leave now? But yeah, yeah you just leave. After you buy, you yeah, leave. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, yeah, then I smoked the, <laughs> the XJ13 and it, I mean, if this was the, the least strong strain, oh boy. Um, wow. One for me will do me. And it was... I can't deal with that. I looked it up afterwards and apparently it's like for people who don't want to get munchies when they're smoking, it's it's called a skinny strain. What the hell? That's supposed, so scary. It's supposed to not make you hungry, uh. but it was very like speedy. It reminded me of like uppers almost, which oh isn't always a bad thing, but it was like, it was sort of a different feeling than I would usually get from smoking weed. That's but a nightmare. It was strong, but it actually didn't make me go insane. So I think it was good. And the CBD pen is like, my new best friend. I love it so much. I tried a CBD pen. It's great. It, it like, was nice. It makes you, it may, for me, it makes me relaxed without any of the like anxiety or like head trips that, that I don't like. Yeah. It did make weed. me feel relaxed. Yeah. So yeah. I have it on me right now. Oh, lovely. I'm is gonna, it hundred percent CBD? No, it's three parts CBD to one part THC. Oh, cause I tried to, I tried a 100% CBD pen yeah, and see it that? was like, it felt okay. I don't know. I felt like, okay for like 10 minutes and then I forgot that I took it and then like I immediately drank like 10 drinks and so I don't oh, even know what know. happened yeah I think if it's like 100% CBD it has like no psychoactive yeah. properties so you don't I think that's more for if you're like placebo have, yeah placebo effect, yeah. or like if you have muscle aches and stuff like that it's not really for mm, real anxiety I do. I'll take yeah. it I do have my back has been killing me yeah so, do so maybe I do need it or Advil um one of the two yeah one is slightly less complicated to buy than the other. One's a little easier to buy and a little cheaper. Uh, what else? Other well, than I that, got that yeah. vodka. Oh, that right. Botan- or that Kettle One Botanical Vodka that I've been talking about. for Rose? Yes. So they have it in all these different... The other flavor is like a cucumber or something. I still don't remember what it is. Yeah. But they are all botanical. This one is rose grapefruit. It tastes more grapefruit than rose. Like it tastes... Basically like a grapefruit flavored vodka. Okay. With and then just like an aftertaste that's like that's rose. rose. And I've mixed it with lemon seltzer, like from Trader Joe's, and it was really good. And then also with um low calorie pink lemonade, which is my drink of the summer. Ooh, like a crystal light? Um, it's like from Trader Joe's also. Okay. It's um I don't know. It's like a light. Yeah. I, it's not it's not I guess it's like a crystal light. It's with um, like a sugar, like fake fake sugar. I don't know, I yeah. guess. I mean, it's not like zero calorie, but yeah, it's yeah. lower calorie than like regular lemonade. That sounds very refreshing. It was really good. Highly recommend it. Um, it's expensive though. Well, I don't know. I don't know what a lot. Not as I never, expensive as a CBD pen. No. And I also, I don't know what a bottle of booze is supposed to cost because I never buy like hard liquor. So yeah. it's like 20 bucks. Oh, that's normal. Okay. Yeah. That's like a fine. That's fine. Okay. Um, I have no idea. Uh, so yeah, now I guess our podcast is just about like us getting fucked up and telling you about it. Yeah. Because neither of us can stick to a diet. Well, yeah. Nope. Not on a diet. Uh, I like, I've been, I mean, I I haven't been on a diet, but I I've been doing what I've been doing and doing it consistently, meaning going to the gym, not eating after eight and making healthy choices some of the time. Yeah. That's all I can do. Yeah. That's all I can do too. I'm trying to work out, eat. Trying to watch the carbs yeah. and just try to be sane. That's it. Trying to like cook and not do fast food or takeout. And cook, eat from home um, most of my meals. Yeah. And and not like have lots of desserts in the house. Yeah, that's always a struggle. But 
Um, you do what you can. You do, yeah, that's all we can. Well, do. I think that right now we're both probably at like our healthiest relationship with food, and I anticipate it will get sicker and sicker as oh, sure. the summer goes on and turns to winter. Yeah, I mean, life is a roller coaster, and our relationship yeah. with food is a roller coaster. Yeah, uh, which is fine. It's um, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. That is all we have time for today with, yeah okay with bye our, yeah. yeah oh boy um so should, should we, we let's do the news all right let's do it yeah uh okay so this was another very sad dark sad dark, newsletter setting all about fertility issues and miscarriages anything any problem that a woman has having a baby whether before during or after yeah. they'll cover it in this <laughs> newsletter yeah um well i feel like that's what goop is all about. It's like they have so much stuff about being a mother and how hard it is. Do you think Gwyneth is trying to get pregnant again? And this is what this is about. Cause she's mm, elderly now. I don't think she's trying to get pregnant again. I think it's just like people are into talking about yeah. getting, I don't know. I have no idea. I always read between the lines that like whatever theme that they have has to do with Gwyneth's personal life. But I'm, I realize that's not true. I'm sure. I doubt it. I think it's just because like, as we get older, like I think we're older. And so the stuff that we're reading is for older people. And like most people <laughs> our age are like having kids or dealing yeah. with having kids. And we're just not. So <laughs> we're like, what's going on with these crazy people? But like, we're the crazy ones. Yeah. Like if we read something geared towards teenagers, it would just be about like, how many fingers can you put up a butt? Yeah, exactly. And we'd be like, now this I can relate <laughs> to. Yeah. Um, um, okay. What was your best? Well, my best was. With something that we talked about a little bit before, which was they had a little, I don't know if it was in the newsletter, but it was on the website, um, how you can help immigrant children. And oh, they yeah. just had this really good comprehensive list of charities that are accepting donations. It's I know not, not everyone has a lot of money and we certainly don't. I, I donated to a charity that helps women and children, immigrant women and children earlier this week. Um, I gave what I could, you know, you just have to give kind of what you can. Yeah. Um, I try to give to the ACLU as often as I can. I do um, the ACLU. It's the uh, auto pay. Yeah, fi- I just, cause I do not have a lot of money. So I just do $5 a month. Um, but you, obviously it's like, you don't notice $5 a month. Yeah. Can I just say yeah. like, I was going to say that I did that, but then I was like, do I still do it? I signed up for it during like, yeah. I think in then you probably still do it unless your credit card number changed. I don't know. I'm going to have to check on that. But I signed up for that yeah, too. Yeah. But I think I like forgot about it. But anyway, that's, that's the point. That's one. that's what they want you to that's, do, which yeah, is good. It's one good. recurring charge that And you, you just should, forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, you know, donate as much as you can. And these are all really good. These charities all seem really great. ACLU is on here. Then there's this one that I've been seeing so much about. Um, race r-a-i-c-e-s oh yeah that's the one that uh there's a big facebook campaign um i've been seeing a lot of they're raising uh, yeah. lots of money and for the young center too is another yeah. one that i've been seeing a lot of so i think that so you know check that out if you're looking for a place to donate or a way to help because you know the story is so upsetting to so many people and everybody's everybody wants to help um and this is just a good resource that goop put out and i certainly hope that goop readers uh took advantage of this too because i think that a lot of those i think a lot of their readers are in a position to give a lot more than we are. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of Goop readers are pretty comfortable financially. I would hope. Yeah, I think so. And I would hope. I really hope that they are taking advantage of this um, this list that Goop put out for them. Yeah. Um. So, 
my best was I, I I don't have a lot to say about all the fertility stuff. Sure. Um, there I for a lot of the things I'm going to talk about today, I chose I deliberately chose the things that weren't talking about that. Mm-hmm. But this one, because um, I love a good quiz that you can take online. Oh, um, there's a quiz. Yeah. So this was an article called "Complementary and Alternative Approaches to Boosting Fertility." Oh, which was sort of the, oh, that's it was the I, that's... fun article based like most of them were really depressing. Like here's about miscarriages. Here's yeah, like why you know uh, 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 this woman's um experience after being raped she had an essay about that that I yeah yeah so this this is about as light as it gets for this one um so these were all sort of uh like alternative you know weird ways that that people say that will help you get pregnant yeah that's the stuff that like stresses me out the most though because it's like I just I don't know I just feel like why would you once you start like going down that road of like I'm gonna try all this weird bullshit is like when you start to like truly lose your mind and like when things aren't working you're like going totally nuts like I can't even start with that my OCD won't let me yeah I think because in like this is so far out of the possibilities for my own life that I I could just sort of not um go there emotionally yeah do it for fun I like didn't even read that yeah I totally understand it so so it's this um this place called the Yenova Center in New York City and um they you know are an alternative clinic for uh for fertility helping women get pregnant and this they have a quiz and they, the quiz is actually for both women and men, which was exciting. I didn't realize. Um, and it tells you, it's like any of these quizzes, you answer a bunch of, qu- bunch of questions. This one had so like, I probably answered over a hundred questions. It was, Jesus. So, it was so many questions. Um, and you have one, you're one or two of five types and all five types are horrible. So, uh, so the five types are either dry, tired, pale, stuck, or waterlogged. I'm all of the above. And I am a mixture of tired and dry. <laughs> but oh they God. had um they had uh like contradictory advice for tired and dry because the tired people said it says to have more animal protein, and that one is like okay. in like bold. And then it says avoid raw and cold foods. You can have alcohol in moderation. Um, have a lot of like ginger and cayenne and turmeric warming things and and do moderate exercise. That seems pretty good. But then the dry one says do not have any alcohol or spicy mm-hmm. foods. Oh, no. Um, just have lots of water um, and avoid exercise. Oh, I love <laughs> avoid that. Avoid aerobic. So it's just like do yoga or tai chi. Have you noticed there's this new fascination with like hot food or cold food? Yeah. It's like a new thing that we're seeing in these newsletters. Like, a lot. I don't understand that. And that is so... Something about that is just absolutely disgusting it's, to me. It's disgusting to not have a mix of hot and cold food in your diet. Like, everyone should have... Like, I would go insane if I had to have only cold food or only hot food. I mean, I think just that you would, like, instead of eating, like, what you felt like in the moment, to be like, oh, I can only eat food that's this temperature is just nauseating. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes... Makes the whole thing sick. Makes me sick. It's very gross. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad I am not trying to get pregnant because yeah. it's not going to happen. And <laughs> I am both tired and dry. And you're so tired and dry. I wonder what I am, but I don't want to even find out. Uh, so yeah, go on the Unova Center site if you want to answer several hundred very personal questions about the type of poop you have. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, what was your worst? My worst? Okay, so I listened to the podcast this week. The This was a rough one for me to get through. I kept going in and out, and I felt like every time I would like zone out, and then I'd start listening again, and they were talking about something completely different. I didn't even know what they were talking about. So this was the Goop podcast 
uh, with a famous actress, Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wilde. But Gwyneth didn't even do the interview. She bumped it down to Elise Lunin. I know. And, and I was she, like, that is rude. That's so rude because the whole thing is that she talks to like the cult, the, the celebrities yeah. that do it. But there was this moment in it that I thought was so fucking irritating. So there, there's like this new thing in like woke rich woman culture where they think that they're being really great by acknowledging that they have nannies because oh, like, yeah. oh, the invisible nanny is like a, is something that they've decided that they're pissed off about because like, oh, you see someone's life on Instagram and everything seems perfect, but what they don't say is they're rich and they have a nanny. So now their idea is like, oh, well, we're going to just admit that we have nannies um, but still sound kind of like assholes. So basically the, she was like, and I assume you have amazing help. And she goes, yeah, I've got great help. That's like really wonderful. And they, they allow me to live my dreams. And I, then she's talking about how like, you know, she thinks a nanny needs to be like a part of the family and blah, blah, blah. And it's not just, it's not like her specifically. It's like this whole group of women who speak about, cause I'm a nanny. And it's like the way people talk about their nanny where like, your nanny isn't there to help you live your fucking dreams. Your nanny has their own dreams, your own, their own life. They're a human being with their own experiences. They're not just there to be like your fucking magical, like Tully to like do whatever yeah. the hell you want. And I'm sure that it's really nice to be able to pay someone to do that. But you're, when you're paying for childcare, you're not paying for like a magic person to come and like allow you to live your dreams. You're paying for someone to watch your kid while you go to work. Like, and if you want that person to be, this elevated thing where like they're a member of your family and you know that everybody loves them so much first of all that's bullshit because you're gonna not have that nanny forever and you are probably doing absolutely nothing to make sure that the nanny has anything to do after you no longer need child care so if you are if you really mean that and you are making space for your nanny to pursue pursue their dreams and to like help you and are you're helping them the way I think you should if you have an employee, especially one that's like that involved with your life and probably like has to be available to you for like so many hours and like the changing schedule and just the amount of emotional energy that goes into that sort of job. It's like to still be so dismissive and see that person as like just as there just to help you to there to help you live your dreams was just like disgusting to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? I absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I think that no matter how much, I mean, these women specifically, <laughs> at least Lunan and Olivia Webb, but in general, it's like, um, they think they're, yeah, they're being uh, progressive and woke by like, mentioning that they that they have nannies and being admitting that they have help but yeah they're still uh not thinking them as like equal people yeah it's like they just don't see it's like okay i guess admitting that you have a nanny is a step in the right direction (laughs) i guess but if you but you need to um nurture that person too and like a nanny is just like such a strange job because they will like have you in their house they demand you to be there for all of these different hours they'll they want you to be like a member of the family but then they'll also be like we don't need you drastically cut your hours whenever they feel like it or drastically increase their your hours whenever they feel like it it's really hard to get consistency like to be paid consistently um and i don't feel like very many families like take the humanity of their yeah. help into consideration and the same is true for housekeepers too because as a nanny i work with a housekeeper 
and I don't want to speak for her or whatever, but like, I just, I know what, I see what this is like. And it's like, people just don't, um, it's like the help is they're real people. Yeah. It's like who are going to work. They're not just like fairies that appear in your house yeah, yeah. to take care of you. It's so annoying. Yeah. It's a very weird, uh, economy that I guess yeah. is obviously necessary. Uh, and it's good too, because yeah, it you provides know, jobs and it provides, uh, childcare. So it's yeah. good, but and it's know. like also I think for certain people like with like my lifestyle, it works really well for me. You know, you can make a lot more money doing that than you can for working other part time jobs. I really like the work. I like kids. I like it. I'm just saying it's I like to also be seen as a human being. That's all. Yeah. And I'm sure Olivia, Olivia. no nanny feels the same way. Um, I actually really like Olivia Wilde as an actress. But this oh. podcast was boring. It was boring. Um, okay. So my worst was, this is just like annoying to me. Uh, there was an article called three summer pieces that would make Fellini proud. And, um, so it was an article and I'm sure they were just like doing it the last minute. It was like three sort of summer outfits that they claimed would look good if you were an actress in a Fellini movie. Yeah. But then each outfit came with its own movie and only one of them was a Fellini movie. Weird. It was the three movies they chose were La Dolce Vita, Mm -hmm. which was a Fellini movie. Roman Holiday, okay. which is not, not a, Fellini a Fellini movie, movie. and Under the Tuscan Sun, which, which is, is absolutely not a Fellini not movie. Not a Fellini movie. <laughs> so I was like, couldn't you have chosen three Fellini movies, or just Why? said like that would you that these are three movies that take place in Italy? It was or just like, like that would make like an Italian movie. I mean, Under the Tuscan Sun is a real curveball. That's like not even the same period. It's like a, it's like a isn't Under well, the Tuscan Sun like a cheesy '90s movie, right? Yeah, and yeah. like aren't those other movies about like Rome? And isn't the Tuscan Sun? I mean, La Dolce Vita is Rome. Yeah, La Dolce Vita is Rome. Roman Holiday, of I've Rome. never seen, but I assume is Rome. Yeah. And the Tuscan Sun is, I mean, it's Tuscany. I assume Tuscany. And I feel like, isn't that one where like Rene Russo is just like on vacation? And it's Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Yeah. And she's got like a bunch of like, I don't know, sunflowers or something. Yeah, it's like how Stella got her groove back, but with a white lady in yeah. Italy. Yeah. And Sandra Oh plays her friend. Oh. I've never seen it. Me neither. The only one out of those three I've seen is La Dolce Vita. Yeah. Um, and that is the one that is a Fellini movie. So, you know, get your film references right, Goop. Come on. We're yeah, all... In the biz. Yeah. We all know what we're talking about. And Gwyneth knows. Yeah, Gwyneth knows. Yeah. Gwyneth knows what is and is not a Fellini movie. Oh, she knows. <laughs> um, What was your craziest or saddest? Well, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, my saddest really was sad. I mean, I couldn't. Yeah. I was just so depressed by so many of these. There was one that was like un- telling the truth about miscarriage or something, which I couldn't even read. I was like, I don't. I'm sorry. Like, I appreciate that this is like someone's story and they want to tell it. But I just I am not in a place for this right now. Yeah, we're not getting paid to do this. So if there's an article <laughs> that we don't want to read, we won't read we it. We won't read it. I was like, this is too sad. And then the thing about um, I was interested in the stuff about freezing eggs because I am interested in freezing my eggs. And so I clicked on the article about this woman, this woman's essay, which I was about. It said it was about her decision to freeze her eggs, but it was like about how she has like issues with the spectrum when you get, um, you know, an old, uh, what's it called? Like a pap smear. And I, I was so, and it was like before she even, she was sexually assaulted at some point in the last, I think she said eight years before she got her eggs frozen. And even before that, as a young person, she like had really strong negative a really strong negative reaction to to that process mm. and wasn't able to do it and had to go into therapy and it was just the whole thing sounded so upsetting and I felt so sad for her and it was um uh just a very dark and sad article I I 
I was really sad by made sad by both of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I had a saddest, but it was not on the same level. Okay. It was just, there's a, I guess there's a new, um, advice, like goop advice columnist about yeah. food. Okay. It's called ask Anna. Oh yeah. I saw that, but, but I didn't read we've it, yeah. never heard of Anna before, right? Oh, well, it, well then it was that ever stopped them. Yeah. But like, they don't even, they didn't even have like a Anna getting to know is, her, you know, the, this is, she's new at goop and right. she did this job before and she likes food. They didn't even have like a little bio of her. Yeah. So I just thought it was rude to Anna. It is rude. She would it be is thrust rude. into the spotlight without yes. us knowing who she is. And then it's rude to her audience to be like, well, who's Anna and why should I trust her? That's true. Like, so did you Anna feel is. threatened or well, upset? I just felt like... Do you I feel sad for yourself? I felt I felt sad for everyone. Um, okay. But the, the, and the, the question was just, what's the ultimate stove to oven pot? Dear Anna, oh, why, how would anyone even know to ask Anna if she's never been... I don't Who think is that, asking Anna? I don't think that this is a real person. Are you this sure is, her name is Anna and not Anna? It's A-N-A, which is pronounced Anna. I guess, Anna. yeah. Uh, it's Nina P is the person who... Um, asked it. I love to cook stews, soups, and braises, even in the summer. Exclamation point. Is there an ideal pan that works both on the stove and in the oven? And she's like, yes, bitch. It's a Dutch oven. Heard of it? Yeah. Here's one by Stobe, which I think oh, is Oh, they even, sell it. Yeah, they sell it. It's like a Le Creuset. It's Knock very expensive. Off. It's like as expensive. It's, like, just get a Le Creuset at that point. Yeah, I never, both, I'll never get that Dutch oven. Um, It's like $275, about the same price as a Le Creuset. I, my Dutch oven is like a really bootleg version. It's called like a Le Poupet or something. A Le Poupet. Yeah, it was like 50 bucks. Oh, really? Uh, but it works. Mine's a Le Creuset. Fancy. I know. It works too. Um, I mean, I almost never use it. I just like, like having it because I'm a... Um, that's shit. the only big pot I have. I use it yeah. for everything. The oh. only thing that a Dutch oven is really bad at is like boiling water for pasta. Oh, stuff. yeah. It, it takes, takes so, so long. long. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's, it has a lot of good uses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're great. Um, all right. What okay. would you try? I would try freezing my eggs. Ooh. I was excited for all the egg freezing stuff in this, even though I barely read it because it gave me anxiety. Oh, no. I just dropped my list. Um, but, oh, thanks, Brian. Brian's picking up my my notebook that I just dropped right now. Um, just giving guys the play by play. Um, I have been talking for the last year about freezing my eggs. It's really expensive. I'm really trying to campaign for my parents to pay for it. I think that they should. Yeah. Just be like, don't you want grandkids? They want grandkids. The, t- the clock, it's a ticking. And I am 33. Everyone says that you should do it by the time you turn 35. So I have about a year and a half to get these puppies on ice and I intend to do it. And I think I think my parents might pay for it because I think that it would be worth it to them so that they could have a grandchild one day from me. Yeah. So is, is this you're basically just speaking directly to your parents right now on the podcast? Yeah, I know they listen and I'm telling them, dad, mom, give me $10,000. It's really expensive. It's really expensive. Oh, my God. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. That's it's so really crazy. expensive. Um, but it. I don't know if you have to pay all of that like at once or if you can like do it over like a period of time. Yeah, I think they like hold them hostage. You well, no, do no, a no. down payment and then No, they... it's well, you have to pay to like keep like you have to continue to like pay like a fee to the oh, okay. bank. But the initial process I think is really expensive and I don't know if it's covered by most insurance, but you have to like have like hormone injections and then have this like procedure where they like take your eggs and like do all this testing. And like, I think that's what costs like so much money. I don't know exactly how it works. Too bad. There's not a way that you can give a child, like have a kid and give it up for adoption, but just for like five years. And then 
Well, and then that's get the, it back. When but that's like, when I would want it. Cause that's when they're oh, cute. You want the little baby. Yeah. I'd have them until they're five, and then I give <laughs> okay, them away. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would try cashew pimento cheese. Oh, Mom, Dad, buy you buy me ten thousand dollars worth of cashew pimento <laughs> oh, cheese. Oh yeah, you deserve that too. <laughs> um, this was an article just called. Uh, the, the article was very sad. It could have been my saddest. Um, it's called "How a Pediatric Nutritionist Keeps Her Kids Happy." Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so this one, this poor woman, Mandy Saker, who both wrote this book called "The Wholesome Child," and just her her children i'm sure are just miserable but so she has to like trick the it's like a jessica seinfeld thing of like tricking them into eating vegetables or we're whatever. sick of this and so the the pimento cheese as written actually sounds good um it's a it's an old goop recipe that she just i guess like chose but it's cashews you make your own cashew cheese you just you know soak cashews whatever uh piquillo peppers spicy mustard worcestershire sauce and garlic and salt but i guess because her kids are so like traumatized by spicy flavors she doesn't use the spicy mustard she uses a mild mustard and then to make it vegan she doesn't use the Worcestershire sauce um, Um, and she uses nutritional yeast instead which sounds terrible so I would do it the original way but what's the point of making it with cat if it's like why not just go and buy it at that point if it's not going to be vegan why would you even care oh I guess because it's well is Worcestershire sauce vegan well apparently not it has like anchovies in it right I think so I don't know I I mean, I think for mo- for unless you are vegan, like most people just want to eat like less dairy or oh, so, so I would just do it for yeah. So like if I you know want to pig out on some pimento cheese, yeah. it's slightly less. I've never for you. had pimento cheese. It's like a yeah. I, I've had it a few times in New York when I lived there in like the mid aughts. I feel like there was like a Southern Renaissance yeah. at restaurants. So like there was a lot of like hipstery restaurants that had it as an appetizer with and I would, like. What do you with like white bread? It would be like little toasts. It would be like uh, yeah, instead of queso or guacamole or something, you, you just, dip it. Yeah, you'd like yeah, or it'll already or you be spread, spread it on it. the yeah, toast. Yeah, spread on the toast, or they'll already have like little sandwiches made. Mm, okay. um, but I've only had like the fancy. I've never had like the because I think in the real South they make it out of like garbage or whatever, like Velveeta, <laughs> Velveeta. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably um, Velveeta and like yeah. salsa or something. something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. No, I the South know. has good food. I think yeah. I don't know. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's what I would try. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It was, yeah. That uh, sounds good. No, it'll, it would be good. It would be good. I'm going to do it. I also like, I bought this nut milk bag for my Vitamix years ago when I bought my Vitamix because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to make my own nut milks. Yeah. Right. It is literally still in the like plastic. I've good. never opened that nut milk bag. Well, yeah. I mean, well, with so the Vitamix, don't you not even need it? Can you I just soak it and blend it? Yeah, probably. No, but you, no, need you have to, to strain, strain it. it. Yeah. Unless you want like chunky, chunky nut milk. Chunky nut milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, wow. What sounds a great. sick, sick world. Um, well, right. Aggie, what would you buy? I would buy. Well, I, there isn't a thing in particular I would buy, but I guess I would buy any beauty product from Goop this <laughs> month because oh, they're sounds- having a sale. Oh. Which they never do. Whenever they have any type of special or like sale or promo code, I get so excited because it's really rare for Goop. Do and they do it? So- is it semi annual or they do it just I once don't a know. year? They do it like. Yeah, it's just it's not very common. But right now they have a promo code. The code promo code is blue. And if you use that promo code and you buy any um, beauty product from Goop, they'll send you a free uh, May Lindstrom blue cocoon, which is that like 
what is it like a lotion or a face yeah. mask or something i think we smelled it at the goop store and i didn't really like it but I if i could it. get it free i would fucking buy that shit yeah. and yeah so that's a really good promo they're having right now that i would if i were if i had any money to spend i would uh do that um take advantage of it great. and i suggest that you all take advantage of it so the thing i would buy and we talked a little bit about last week but they brought it up again, and I think we got to do it. Is the InGoop Health Digital Pass? Oh God, Jesus! That's what that was my thing I would buy last week. Yeah, yeah but they talk. It, so okay, so it's sixty dollars. That is not on sale, unfortunately. It sounds like a total <laughs> ripoff. I'm sure it's a ripoff. Yeah. Um, but we could split it, and then so you get the sixty dollar digital pass. You get um, access to all the InGoop Health seminars. Um, and then you also get a $50 off coupon for your next Goop purchase of $150 or more. So it's basically wow, like it only costs math. $10 if you're spending a lot of money at Goop. It only costs $10 if you then spend $150. Yeah. Uh, it's called Gooponomics, guys. That is Gooponomics <laughs> if I ever heard it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, between the two of us, it's only 30 Yeah. We we, we, we should just do it. Fine. <laughs> We'll talk know. about it. We'll later. talk about it. <laughs> last time, last week I wanted to. This week I don't. Oh, see, I'm opposite. Last week I didn't want to, and now I'm like, there's not that many summer shows. I could just like flip on. I wonder if there's a Roku app because I just that would make or break it for me if I could just flip on the TV and just listen to like Meg Ryan talk about angels or whatever. So you want to just watch it like TV? Yes. How long is it? I don't know. There's seminars, so they're probably like hours. It's probably hours and hours of content. Hours of entertainment. I mean, Netflix is what ten dollars a month, so this is like the equivalent of like six months of Netflix. What if let's just can't if I canceled my cable and <laughs> yeah, just had this? Just that Goop Health yeah, as like your only streaming service. This is my only source of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone out there is doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, guys. Okay. Uh, there is. No new reviews. I know it's hot. Yeah. I know there's other stuff it's going on in the world. Guys, yeah, we'll give you a pass. Like, no one should be writing a review of our podcast this week. No. Um, you'd be a monster if you did. Uh, no! <laughs> no, no we always will appreciate it. Uh, yeah, a we review. love you. Yeah. Um, so uh keep your chins up. Um yeah. stay strong. Uh put on some serums and smell Use some serums because you deserve it. Spray something in your hands and smell it if you're gonna be in a crowd. Oh yeah. yeah. Um and uh do some earthing. Take off your shoes and feel those feet on the dirt. Take a forest bath. Do all of it. Yeah. Uh eat some cashew cheese. And freeze put your an eggs. Egg in, and take some eggs out and put some eggs in. <laughs> but the, the real eggs out, the jade eggs in. Oh boy. All right. All right, guys. We'll talk, talk to you, to you next later. Week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.